For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Jackson State University Baseball Showcase is set for August the 14th and the 15th at Bob Brady Baseball Field. The event is for student-athletes graduating high school between 2022 and 2025. For more information, click on the link in the show notes. Tiger fans, welcome to episode 169 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast to be notified of every new episode. Apple Podcast users, rate and review the show, and everyone. Follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. I have a very special guest joining me today, and he is long overdue for an appearance on the show. I mean, he really needs no introduction as he is one of the most tenured coaches at 1400 J.R. Lynch Street. He is the head man for the JSU Baseball Tigers, none other than Coach Omar Johnson. Welcome to Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Finally, Coach. <laughs> Thanks for you guys for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. I know uh, we've been wanting you. Things haven't worked out in the past. Though you're a busy man, uh, but the fans have been asking for it, so we had to finally make it happen. Uh, no better time than right now. And Man, there's just so much that we can get into uh, but before we get started, let, let's just take it back. And uh, for our fans who may not be as familiar with Coach Omar Johnson, just tell us a little bit about your background from your playing days leading up to you joining Jackson State as a coach about 20 years ago. <laughs> um, I played at the University of North Alabama. I played there. And then after I was done playing, I started coaching. Um, I'm originally from Miami. Florida. So coming from Miami, going to North Alabama was a was a, was a little coaching shock uh-huh. in the beginning. <laughs> so, but it was a great experience. You know, we played in a regional. Actually, as a assistant coach, we went to the um, College World Series. So it was it was a really good experience for me. You know, a couple of regionals, College World Series, and you know, I was a you know coach Josh Willingham while he was at North Alabama. He played in the big leagues for ten years. Mm-hmm. So you know. It was a really good experience, you know. I, I I really, really, you know, that that experience is priceless to me because it, it prepared me, you know, to be able to coach, right? You know, at this level. Absolutely. And talk about that transition to Jackson State as a coach. Like, what what were those talks like, and how did they come about? <laughs> well, I, I I was into my graduate assistantship, and um. And that's kind of how I kind of got the position that, you know, I came back to 
from Miami. Um, and then I got a call saying, hey, would you, you know, be interested in being an assistant coach at Jackson State? I had never been to Jackson State before. Wow. Wow. So, um, and it was the assistant coach on the North Alabama team that knew the head coach okay. at Jackson State. So I never met um, Coach Salter at the time. So I said, yeah, just being young and wanting to, you know, still coach. Uh -huh. Didn't quite get it out of my system. Mm -hmm. um, so I came, and I've been here ever since. It's, it's my home. You know, I, the, the, you know I, I love the environment. You know, I, I, I embraced the challenges that was at the university and the, doing the baseball program at the time. Um, but it was, it was, it was, it prepared me. All of the early days prepared me for some of the things we're doing now because I learned a lot from some of the early struggles we had here when mm -hmm. I first got here. So. so you get that phone call, you accept the job and haven't looked back has been you know the rest is history as they say and literally this past season was historic i mean an amazing season definitely one for the record books 24 and 0 in conference play hbcu national champions and coach of the year honors in the conference i know things didn't quite end like you would have wanted but still pretty remarkable so share some of your thoughts on this past season we gotta give all the credit to the to the, to the players you know i was for the most part, I was on along for the ride. You know, once once you get guys to buy into our philosophy, um, it's 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 pretty tough to 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 beat us because you have to defend so many different things offensively. And then same with the way we pitch. You know, our philosophy on pitching. You know, if those guys get in good rhythms, they're difficult to handle. And you know, most people didn't realize that we basically pitched four guys the entire season. <laughs> So, you know, it, it's a testament to those guys. Those guys are warriors, man. Mario Lopez, Anthony Becerra, Nick Galatas, Stephen Davila. Those dudes are, were warriors, man. They got out there and they beat some good teams. And on days that they didn't have their best stuff, they still found a way to win. You know, you got to gotta give all the credit to, to those guys. You know, they, they gave us a shot every time they stepped out there. Even in that championship game, you know, you think about, you know, a home run is a home run. That's one pitch a lot of the times. But mm -hmm. that that kid was seven and oh, with <laughs> with like eight saves. Mm -hmm. He hadn't been he hadn't been touched the entire year. Mm -hmm. So you know, you 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 hate that it ended that way, especially for him because he had been in a lot of tight situations when we beat Louisiana Monroe. You know, he 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 came in with the bases loaded and struck out three guys. Yeah, so you just you just think about that. Mm -hmm. You know, that's amazing. That, that that's just. It's hard to do. It's hard to do anything perfect, you know. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, it says a lot about the character of those guys and the willingness not to win. Because I, I, we've had, we it was games that we were, we should probably, <laughs> we should have lost. You uh -huh. know what I mean? That we won, you know, at Alabama and m with the winning run at third base, with one out, and we we fought out of it. They fought out of it. It was it was crazy. You know, so, you know, CJ ran a ball down in the outfield that if that ball touches the ground, the winning run scores from second base, he catches the ball. And I'm talking about literally pulls us out of the end. You know, it's just, you know, it's just different thing. We're down by four runs in the eighth, in, in, in the eighth inning to Alabama State. We score, we score, we score four runs in the eighth and win the game in the ninth. Wow. You know, so it's, it's, it's a lot of different things that those guys fought through. And you, you know, one thing about it, 
Um, it was a unique situation situation because of how consistent they played. And in baseball, that's why we play so many games. It's just, you know, it's hard to stay consistent like that. It's really very hard. Yeah. You know, wow. for those guys that have the 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 best season in in the school's history is it's amazing. You know, and that I, I you know, we we've been a part of some special things at Jackson State. And you know, I, that's why I said, you know, it's just a special place for me because we we have the, the, the university institutions only NCAA victory when we beat Louisiana Lafayette because mm-hmm. no, no other sport at the university had ever won a, a game at that level. So we've been a part of two historic things since I've been here with the best postseason in the history of the school and now the best regular season in the history of the school. So, you know, those things say a lot about the guys that were able to play on those teams and compete. You know, I, I'm really proud of that. Absolutely. And, you know, definitely a battle-tested team, faced a lot of adversity, o- overcame a lot of obstacles. And you talked about how hard it is to to be perfect, especially in baseball. I mean, just any little small thing can cause you to, you know, lose a game or, or blow a play. But you guys always find found a way to, to come out on top. So let's talk about the pressure of being undefeated throughout the season and how important to the, the, the guys was it to preserve that record? I mean, was that a talking point for you all or something that you didn't really think about or talk about? I never said a word about it, to be perfectly honest. They, they asked me that 10 different times, and I told them. It wasn't a priority of mine. That wasn't it. You know, obviously, you're going out there trying to win every game. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, anything can happen. Um, a guy can have a bad day. A bad day can result in, in a loss, you know, especially when, you know, you, you're, you're consistently pitching the, the same people. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it wasn't – we wasn't fooling anybody. They pretty much knew who was coming. <laughs> Uh-huh. You know what I mean? You get to a certain point in the game, you were seeing, you were seeing Steven, you know? So <laughs> that, that was, that was the game plan, get it to Steven. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but at the same time, you know, it, I never talked about it. They might, the players might've talked to about it amongst themselves, but I never did because it wasn't, it wasn't one of my goals. It wasn't my goal. You know, my goal was, you know, to, to, to win a championship, but we have goals leading up to that, like winning our regular season and, 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 and winning a certain number of games and those things were the goals and we were hitting every milestone and in, in the path to winning a, a championship and one thing about goal setting you you know you know the championship is the ultimate goal but what are you going to achieve to make sure you have a successful team mm-hmm. I, I said this when i first got here you know because you know what's the trade-off do you want a, a losing team and you win one weekend and possibly win a championship because that that's the trade-off in a, a lot of teams in our league Mm-hmm. Or you want to have a consistent program, compete regionally, and still have a chance to win that championship that one weekend. You know, it, it's it's that's the effort. We 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 didn't we didn't come here to have good teams. We came here to build a baseball program, hmm. and that that was my mission when I when I when I became the head coach. We want to have a consistent baseball, baseball. program, and not just put together a good team every now and then. You know, one year you have a losing record. One year you 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 you, you know, it's just. It, I have a lot of pride in what I do, and it, it the players feed off that, and that's how we go about our business. I mm-hmm. take it serious. You know, I take it really serious. You know, so it's it's it's, it's no days off for those guys. It's, it's a grind. It can be tough. It can be really tough back there. Mm-hmm. And, and coach, you, you continue to talk about the consistency and the importance of that. So. What do you specifically, I know it's probably several things, but if you would break it down, what would you attribute to the consistency of the team's success over the years? And 
how did you go about establishing or recreating that winning culture within the program? Well, it's players now. Uh, I, you know, every every coach would like to think he's a great coach, but we get good players. Mm. You know, that's the <laughs> that's the secret. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we get good players. We might not get a lot of them, but we get some good players. You know, we we've been really fortunate to do that. You know, sometimes I feel really bad for our guys because they don't get the credit that they de- deserve sometimes. But we've had some really good players uh, to come through here in the last fifteen years. Mm-hmm. Really good players. And you know, and you, you you think I've had I've had I've had three freshman All American here: uh, Malcolm Tate, Cortez Cole, and now Shannon Brown. Um, that's that's rather remarkable, and 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 that span to bring in freshmen that can step in and play right away and get honors like that. Um, and then you know Melvin Rodriguez, and then even back Joaquin Rodriguez. You know, those are two All Americans that we've had at Jackson State. I know they don't publicize a lot of that stuff, but that's a difficult task, being able to get quality players like that um, into the institution and, and, and can perform at that level, you know, because that's saying a lot you know, when you come, because that's not just a conference accolade. That's a national accolade. That means he was up against the best players in the country and they were able to achieve that. Um, but that that's the key. That's the key. You know, our philosophy stays pretty much the same. Um, you know, it, 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 it's, it's kind of, kind of plug and go, you know, we recruit guys that kind of fit what we need them to do. And, you know, if once they buy into the system, you know, it kind of, kind of works out for them. Um, so. Indeed, you know, definitely some talented players throughout the years. This team, this season was no different. And we mentioned your coach of the year honors, but your team also swept the SWAC's individual postseason awards. So talk about how special of a feat that was from your perspective. I think that's that's pretty much unprecedented. Well, I don't I don't think they had much of a choice but to to honor some of those guys because a lot of our kids get overlooked. A lot of them get overlooked. You know, that's one thing. And I and I explained to them that that that's not what we're actually playing for. Um, it, it's great if, if you get some of those awards, but a lot of the time that stuff turns into a popularity contest and, you know, they don't actually come out and see the game because, you know, Kendall Logan was the player of the year. Um, shoot, that was probably about six, seven years ago, but he should have been a player, player of the year the year before that because he had a better year the year before <laughs> that. that. So it, it, it's just who's it's popularity thing but now the honors are great you know and I was happy for for Ty um you know he was the player of the year the newcomer of the year the hitter of the year. he was having everything <laughs> everything right you know and CJ CJ's an outstanding player and Chandler Chandler was just consistent the whole time those guys deserve that you know they deserve but CJ should have been all conference every year he was here at Jackson State mm-hmm. you know he's just that good of a player you know but the, 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 it's great, you know. I'm glad that they got recognized. Um, I, I we, I'm, I'm not a big awards guy. I'm not a big guy. I'm not a good self promoter. That's not why I do this. I do this because I like to win baseball games. I like coaching baseball. Um, so the the award stuff is is good, but it's not something I I strive for. Because if I I was doing an interview with, with with one guy and he looked at some of the stuff. That we've done, he said, and he said, "You're just winning the coach of the year." He said, "Look like you should have won this thing about seven times." I thought the same thing, to be honest. I honestly, you know, did. so 
I said, yeah, I'm not a very popular coach. That's what it comes <laughs> down to. Wow. So, but that's not why we do it. Mm-hmm. It's it, truly not. You know, so that that I'm glad, you know, because it's saying me being the coach of the year says a lot about how they perform. That's true. And that's what it comes down to. And you mentioned a couple of the other guys and we could literally go, you know, name by name and just go each, each of these players. But uh, just for time purposes, there's two who really stood out who I want to talk about. Two players in particular uh, stood out this season. Player of the year, Ty Hill and freshman of the year, Shannar Brown. You mentioned both names, but let's start with Ty. Just talk about his play and what he's meant to the program. Well, you know, th- these guys, Ty is a sophomore, so you know, hopefully, you know, he improves on this 430 year he just had, <laughs> which is extremely difficult to do. But he, he had a lot of timely hits. You know, when we moved, when we moved him in front of Shinar, um, it, he, he had more opportunities to drive runs in. But then it kind of benefited, benefited um, Shinar also because Shinar had an opportunity to drive him in. Um, so... Ty played great defense, and that's one thing. You know, all of those postseasons awards and stuff like that, they, they're they based on offense for the most part. But Ty played legit, legitimate defense for us. You know, he had stretches there that, that nothing got by him at third base. You know, that, that was one thing. He made some game-changing catches and plays that you don't see because, you know, everybody's caught up on the offense. But – him being able to bat over 400 like that, that's impressive That in itself. The the consistency that it took to do that. We, he had one weekend that he had 10 hits against Alabama A&M. Wow. You know, it, it, you, know you just think about that. You know, it's just mm-hmm. – and hitting them all over the place, you know. So, mm-hmm. it, it, no, he, he, he did an outstanding job for us. And Shannar got us off to the start. He kind of cooled off right there towards the end because, you know, he, he, he got COVID right there for a little bit. So, we, we sat him out for a week, believe it or not. He he sat sat out for I think two weeks, and still were able to put up the numbers that he put up. Hmm. So, but at the beginning, you know, he told us he he was he was you know he he drove in everything until some of those guys got acclimated back in the rhythm of playing. Um, I can't say enough about those guys. Those guys are special players, and they played hard. Um, but it you know. It, it's one thing about this team, and I said this from the beginning. They 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 play really well as a team. They were better as a team than they were as individual players. Mm-hmm. And specifically with Shannar, I know freshmen can probably be inconsistent, especially we talk about transitioning from high school and just the culture change. Uh, so sometimes you may not know what you're going to get out of a freshman, regardless of, of what they did in high school. But with Shannar, when you're recruiting him out of that Orlando area, did you have any idea that he would have such an immediate impact? He's he's strong, boy. He's 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 strong. You know, he we knew that some ability was there because it's obvious. You see how, how big he is, how fast he runs, what kind of bat speed he has, how the ball comes off the bat. Um, we knew, we, we knew it was, you know, that he had some ability, but we didn't know that it translated to the game. And that's one thing about it. You know, it's, it, what he does shows up in the game. You know, we were down to two lane and and he, he hit, hits a ball off the batter's eye. Then he hits another ball completely out of the stadium. You know, Mm -hmm. you, you, you know, it's just, just special. You you can't train some of the, the, the tools that he has, you know, because it's just, we are we're happy that it it worked out that way. Trust me. 
I bet. And coach, speaking of recruiting, have you finalized this upcoming class? And can you give us a rundown on what we have coming in, whether that's specific names? Obviously, we'd love to hear some names, but at least, uh, if not, at least some specific skill sets that you're adding to the team. Well, well, I'm not gonna get any names. But, <laughs> I tried, I tried. <laughs> but, but we, we, you know, we're 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 losing Wesley Reyes. We're losing C.J. Newsom and Chandler Dillon. Those those are big losses. Um, those guys are were were a huge contributor to this year's um, team. And that's not only saying we're losing Mario Lopez and Anthony Becerra. Um, those are our other two weekend pitches. Um, so we we have a lot a lot of big people to replace you know the guys that contributed at a high level for us but i think all in all we're going we're going to have a a good group um outfield wise we we we've signed a couple guys right now that we think going to contribute at a high level um and before that we'd all we you know we were definitely looking for some guys to um to take take the strain off of off of Steven a little bit because um, you know we had some, at early part of last year, we Stephen was coming in for for nine out saves, and that's a lot on your closer. So mm-hmm. hopefully we we got some guys that's gonna sh- shorten his time out there. Um, and you no know, telling, you know Stephen could turn into a starter. You know it, it's just we you know we 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 got some we have some options there, but but we've signed about five or six guys so far to replace some of those guys. Um, so it's it's still an ongoing process. It, it's it's amazing that with this COVID that, you know, it's just all these kids are getting extra years back. Um, so we're, 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 we're finishing up. I think we need only two more players to finish up our 21 class. And, and we've already started actually got one, two commits for our 22 class already. Outstanding. Outstanding. All right. You're listening to Tiger talk with the 1400 club and we will be right back. Support for this episode comes from T-Mobile. We're a lot more than just baseball fans. We're baseball fanatics. And thanks to T-Mobile, we can stay connected to the game we love with 5G in more places. T-Mobile is your ticket to the game. So whether you're home or away, you're never far from your favorite team with America's largest and fastest 5G network. Don't get caught looking. Switch to T-Mobile, the leader in 5G today. Fastest according to Open Signal Awards based on average speeds in USA 5G Experience Report, April 2021. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. All right, and we're back with Coach Omar Johnson. Coach, now you have an overall record of 481 wins and 298 losses at Jackson State, and you should exceed the 500 win mark next season. That's a pretty big milestone. I'd imagine that you don't get caught up in things like that, but if you were to reflect on your career thus far at JSU, what are some of the things that really stand out the most? <laughs> um, most people who know me, and I, they'll tell you I probably want to answer that question. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm not big on that. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not counting. Um, every game is an important game to me. So you know, if it's four hundred, five hundred. I'm not counting. I'm mm-hmm. not counting, to be perfectly honest. Um, Jackson State's a special place. Um, we've been able to do some really good things here, and we plan on doing good things in the future. Mm-hmm. You know, um, this is – I take it. I take a lot of pride in what we do, and we want to continue to to put good teams out there for our fans and, and truly our fans. And I, I tell this to our players all the time. 
you'll be surprised how many people come out and watch these games. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, they're shocked when it's a Tuesday night and it's 45 degrees and the stands are full. And, I'd say, and after the game, I tell them, I said, I told you, people are interested in it. Mm-hmm. And it's because of some of the success that we've had and some of the success that they've had before we came here. So, you know, and, and that, that, that says a lot about the consistency of the program over not just the time that I've been here, but the time when Coach Brady was the coach, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's been on a 40-something-year run of having pretty good teams here. Mm-hmm. And speaking of the fans and their support and, and the attendance, besides the attendance, is there any things that the fans can do to support the program? Is there, is there a certain place where we can send donations or anything like that? Well, you can definitely send donations to, to um, Jackson State Baseball Development. And, uh, you know, and A.D. Robinson, he's, he's done a, a really good job of, 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 of supporting us, um, believe it or not. You know, he, he's, he's been there for me the whole time. You know, I was fortunate enough to know him before he became A.D., but he's a winner, and you got to have winners. you got to have people that's going to support you. you got to have administrators that, that's going to support you um, because that's truly when the championships are won. You know, mm-hmm. when you're trying to get that kid in school or, you know, you need something for the team to, to just make something, make situations better, the administrators, the administrators are the key. I, I tell you the truth, we hadn't ever had a successful team without having good administrators. Um, that's a big part of having a successful program. You know, it, you can put something together on the field, but it, when you have good administrators backing you up, um, it, it makes everything easier. Indeed, indeed. And, Coach, we had your assistants on the show recently, Coach Kevin Whiteside and Coach Chad Hall, and we talked about the importance of facilities, as with all athletics programs, but are there any talks of any upcoming facilities upgrades or just anything of significance for the baseball team that you can share with us? Well, we're supposed to be on phase two of the renovation. Um, one thing we definitely need, we definitely need a new press box. Obviously, we need a, another um, – we need a locker room. You know, so those things are, are, are key. I know it's a big priority um, to have some chair back seats and actually turn that place into a stadium, which we're not far away, you know, and, and our fans deserve that. Our players de- deserve to, to play in a nice facility like that. Um, our visiting teams, you know, it, it's, we're so fortunate that we have a very good reputation at Jackson State that we've been able to attract some of the visiting teams that we have you know you think about it we've had an acc school on campus in boston college we've had mississippi state on campus so you think about that you know that that's not happening on other campuses in our conference um but that says a lot about our reputation and that says a lot about our playing surface so now we need to upgrade our our press box area um that and we need to we we have all our games live screen so we need to be able to um, enhance the quality of the live screen and we need to the, the comfort of our players with a locker room um, that would definitely you know help with the studies help with them being comfortable before and after the game that will help with pre and post game meals um, so those, those are some of the things that 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 that, that um, A.D. Robinson and I we talked about and, and those are our priorities going forward to to take the facility to the next step and I think all of that will it will contribute to us being able to recruit, recruit um, a, a couple more players to, to to help us stay consistent. So, Coach, having said that, 
what would you say is the single greatest thing about Jackson State baseball that has you excited about the future? Would it, would it be what you just spoke of with the upgrades and things of that nature, or is there anything else in, in particular? Well, the, the facility renovation that, you know, A.D. Robinson and I, we, we, we talked about, um, just the, the opportunity to, to still continue to take that next step. Um, you know, everybody talk about what, what's the, the next level. We're not far away from that. You just think about in 2014, we were we were we lost Mississippi State three to one or two to one, something like that, to go to the championship game in a regional. And I know most people didn't realize we were that close to being in a championship game in a regional, being able to play in a super regional. Um, it, it's possible. It's possible. We can do it. Um, it's just a matter of getting the the right group group of guys. The facility upgrade and the fan support i think we can we can truly truly take this thing to a national level no doubt about it but we're definitely right there with the coach i mean this program has the fans really excited so we're definitely looking forward to those facilities upgrades and and what you guys do in the future it's been a pleasure coach but you know we'd be remiss if we had you on the show and we didn't have you speak on the legendary coach bob brady i know you mentioned his name i know we couldn't go the entire show without his name coming up organically but uh, i'm sure that there's so much that you could say about him that's an episode all on its own but what has he meant to you your career in the baseball program over the years well, well, Coach Brady hired me, so obviously, you know, he, he, he means the world to us and in our program. Um, he comes out. He supports us. He's at every game. He was even at the, the tournament this past this past year. Now, you know, it, 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 Brady, is, is, his legacy speaks for itself. You know, he's one of the, the, the first black coaches in the, in the Hall of Fame. Um, he had an opportunity to have some outstanding teams here. Definitely in, in the 70s, you go to back and look at some of those records in the 70s, it's unbelievable. Um, and the kids that they were able to attract, you know, so we, we can't say enough about Coach. Coach, coach is, a, is a supporter, and he, he's always there for us. Absolutely. All right, well, Coach, again, it's long overdue, better late than never, but now that you've been on the show, uh, you, know, you know what we're about, so feel free to come back anytime. You're always welcome, you, your staff, even your players. Just let us know. We will always make time for you guys and definitely keep up the great work. Appreciate it. All right, thank you. And that'll do it for Episode 169 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners, and again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple Podcast listeners, rate and review the show. And everyone, follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. I cannot stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department, and it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. As always, thanks for your support. Go Tigers! Hashtag the I love.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.